Hi, welcome back to Motherhood Mental Health for Me. I'm your host, Jeanette Abinian. And today's episode, I want to talk about reflecting, why I reflect so much, and really what drives me. And I was really thinking about this week, like, why am I so motivated to reflect? And and I think it comes from a conversation I had when I was 16. I remember exactly where I was. I was sitting at a kitchen table speaking to my mum and we were talking about career choices and work options. And I remember her saying to me that nobody does a job that they like. You just have to get on with it. You have to pick something and you just have to work and you just have to get on with it. Life, that's just life. And I distinctly remember this not sitting well with me I didn't really subscribe to this. I wasn't feeling it. And I wanted another way. And I I do I do note that I always do ask people when I find out what they do. Do they enjoy what they're doing? Because I don't think that life has to be has to be like that. Why does I guess my question always is why does it have to be like this? And so and also my mother didn't really have a very good relationship with my dad and I didn't really want that for myself and I am really because of my my parents marriage I'm really really committed to uh, my relationship with my husband and my relationship with my children they are the most important relationships and people in my life and I'm super invested in them which leads me to reflection Now, because I feel like I've come from so much dysfunction, (laughs) I've got ways and outlooks and perspectives and things that aren't healthy or things I've done or used to do and how I navigate the world. I'm learning isn't always conducive for healthy marriage or, you know, health, building healthy relationships with children. So as a result, I'm really open to learning about creating, I guess, positive or, you know, I mean, might not be positive because sometimes these things are really difficult, but trying to create environments in which I can thrive, my children can thrive, and my husband can thrive. And that requires an internal work and it also requires reflection. And I feel that, you know, I spend, you spend so much money uh, educating yourself, trying to get to uni or doing courses for work, or spend so many hours working and doing things like that. And for me, I feel like my relationships with my children and my husband are more important to me than all those things put together. And so I do the work. I've gone to courses. I've read books. I've done lots of things to, I mean, I did a course talking about how to communicate and conflict management and kind of it was like conflict management, but it was mainly communicate, how to communicate difficult feelings, how to communicate in a way in which, you know, my husband in, in that in that example would be receptive to what I'm saying. So I'm really, really invested in this. It's really important for me. So for me, my reflective process is I really do try to create space for me to sit with whatever situation I find myself and just sit with it. So before I got married, I would say I used to really live in my feelings. So 
like a child, basically. I felt and I acted and it would be explosive. It would be, you know, I felt misunderstood, misheard a lot of the time. And so I would feel and then just be and then just respond. And I didn't care how that landed in terms of if somebody didn't want to talk to me anymore. And maybe it was quite destructive behavior upon reflection that I was just pushing people away. Um, but I was very much feel and do. Okay. And now I feel and I pause. I try to pause and I try to sit with the feelings that are coming up. It doesn't matter how difficult they are because they're always difficult feelings. They might be, I might be angry, I might be upset, I might be anxious. <sighs> you know, I'm talking about the difficult ones because those are the harder ones to manage. And I just try to sit with them and then I try to create space with how I'm feeling about the situation and my feelings that are coming up. Because sometimes I think an internal conversation has to go on. So let me just give you an example. See if, let me see if I can. I was at my in-laws and um, we were in a conversation and we started talking about this road where they were going to some classes. And that was, that road is where my my childhood home is on that road. And so I started talking about how much I knew the area, how how well I knew the area. I started talking about my home in great detail and where I was raised and how we were brought up. And I talked about the house and everything about the home. And um, afterwards, <laughs> when I got home, like an hour later, I was reflecting on why on God's green earth did I go into talking about my family home like uh what was that about what what came up for me what why why did I do that and also I felt really uncomfortable because I just I just thought I wonder how that landed with them and I mean and I and I'm saying I'm just thinking to myself you know why why did that why did I feel the need to do that? And I know why I felt the need to do that. And I think it's, well, it's because, it's a bit of a long story, but my relationship, my mother's relationship with my dad, how they interacted was one of, my mom was really sort of submissive to my dad. And we didn't have a voice and didn't really have a voice with my dad's family. So when I got married, I sort of played a similar role in my marriage thinking I don't really have a voice and I don't really have a voice with his family, even though I've done a work and I'm now recognized that that isn't the way and that's not healthy. But so because of that, that's why I think maybe I had some, in, had some insecurities that came up that made me feel the need to go on and on and on about my family home almost as in like, who am I? Like, I'm somebody. <laughs> like, I am somebody and this is who I am. Not that anybody cared because they were just talking about these classes that they were going to on that street. Ugh. So, now, the next step. So, in my, ref my, reflect my reflective process is when these feelings come up, I 
get really sick. I'm now more and more sensitive to, I guess, the emotions that are whirling within me. And I was really kind of sick with, uh, I felt a bit anxious and I feel unsettled. I feel just unsettled by the time I came home. My process is I then, it usually takes me about a day, but I let the feelings rise and then I talk it out, usually with my husband, actually exclusively with him. That was an example of um, something that happened that I reflected on and then I did something about it and my process. I don't really, um, I'm allowing more and more opportunities for me to really sit with what's happened and more importantly, why that happened. Um, because I want better relationships with everybody, people I care about. And um, I guess I want to be where I want to navigate in a place of authenticity and honesty and just realness and stuff like that. So uh, it'd be interesting to hear what your reflective process is. Um, like, for example, my husband's very different. He reflects in the moment. I tend to reflect after the moment. Um, what's your reflective process and how do you make the changes? If you make any changes, thank you for listening. Please comment, rate and share. It really does help people find the podcast. Thanks.